Hi everybody, Tim Anderson here, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for sitting down with me today to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. It's good to be with you. We call this one a USPAP and the Clear and Persuasive Appraisal Reports. Some time ago, I got a question in, in an email message, and it had various parts to it. But one of them was interesting. I've edited this a little bit for clarity. But it said in so many words, quote, There is so much writing in an appraisal report. I'm an appraiser. I'm not a trained writer. How can a state board hold me responsible to write clearly and persuasively when I have no training in it? Unquote. Now, that's an excellent question. It deserves a thoughtful answer because it is a question, quite frankly, we've probably each asked ourselves as part of our appraisal career because we receive no training in writing. We don't know how to write persuasively. We don't know how to write technically. We were taught to fill in blanks, basically. But yet, as appraisal has matured, and quite frankly, as we are moving into the new forms that the GSEs are going to be using. We're moving out of, well, quite frankly, we're moving out of forms and into more narrative description of what's going on. So, quite frankly, it's going to behoove us to become better writers. That persuasive writing is not part of qualifying education is a major gap in our appraisal training. I think we admit that. We recognize that this is an omission Therefore, given that recognition, it falls to us proactively to remedy the situation. It therefore follows that given this proactive responsibility, our state appraisal authorities should, can, and indeed do hold us responsible to make ourselves competent to communicate the appraisal persuasively and non-misleadingly. Writing is an act of communication. USPAP does not define communication. However, Black's Law Dictionary, an authoritative source, defines it in part as, quote, the process of bringing an idea to another's perception, unquote. So communication is a process in which the appraiser engages. Thus is a process in which the appraiser must be both familiar and professional. Therefore, when another person has the same perception of an idea as does the appraiser, then the appraiser has communicated his or her ideas persuasively and non-misleadingly. If the other person, typically the client, does not share that perception, the appraiser has yet to communicate persuasively and non-misleadingly. Now, here's a critical thought question. Yes, appraisers have no specific training in writing, but how does that lack of training somehow excuse the appraiser from the responsibility of bringing the client into the same perception of the appraisal problem the appraiser has? We already know the state holds us responsible for our ability to communicate the appraisal's results and conclusions to know we're supposed to do something, but then consciously choose not to do it is misleading at best and negligent at worst. According to Black's Law Dictionary, negligence is, quote, the failure to exercise the standard of care 
that a reasonably prudent person would have exercised in a similar situation, unquote. Simply, the State Appraisal Board holds its appraisers responsible for anything and everything they do and do not do in both the appraisal and the appraisal report. These boards, therefore, are state boards, hold us appraisers responsible for acts of negligence. As professionals, we appraisers are responsible for the credibility, accuracy, and reliability of the entirety of our output. If your writing is a weakness, then strengthen it. CE classes on report writing orient themselves toward filling out forms. As I mentioned just a few minutes ago, the new forms of the GSEs really aren't going to be forms as we know them now, and they are going to orient themselves less toward box checking while more toward explanatory narrative writing. Remember, not all reports go to a GSE. So this orientation, this orientation that every report has to go to a GSE is counterproductive. On the other hand, formal writing classes demand the student communicate the results of critical thinking, logic, and reasoning. In other words, if your writing is weak, take classes in writing. You can take university-level classes in writing. You can get private tutoring in writing. You can get private mentoring in writing. Remember, in the record-keeping rule, we've got to have support for every conclusion, every opinion, every assumption in the work file. This means that the record-keeping rule, the ethics rule, are related to misleading, and through our writing, we can mislead. But one way to avoid that is to write on a seventh grade level so it's easy to understand. This means using short, common words. It means using short sentences. It means using paragraphs with proper structure and development. It means avoiding the passive voice. For example, quote, It is deemed, after proper consideration was given to the data, that an X percent time adjustment was proper in the appraiser's opinion, unquote. How about simply, quote, the market data indicate an X percent time adjustment is appropriate, unquote. What the market data tell the appraiser, it's a market fact. It's the market speaking to the appraiser. References to the market and what it told the appraiser, rather than to the appraiser's thoughts or feelings, are what we need to communicate. What questions did we ask the market? What answers did it give us? Remember, if you use Word, there is an editor function. There is also Grammarly, which is a private paid subscription. These will help you make sure you write your reports on the seventh grade level. Another suggestion is to put a second set of eyes on the report to make sure it's easy to understand. Insofar as possible, you want to avoid jargon. And if you can't avoid jargon, you want to explain the jargon. There is no house on the planet with 3.1 bathrooms. What this means is three and one-half bathrooms. We have to write 3.1 bathrooms because that's what the GSEs want. But there's nothing that says someplace in the report we can't explain the jargon to explain to the consumer what 0.1 bathrooms means. 
When we explain the jargon in the report, we give the consumer one less arrow to fire at us in a complaint. So now let's close the logic circle. No, we're not trained writers. Therefore, we have to get that training on our own somehow, or basically we don't get it at all. That might mean taking university-level writing classes. It might mean private mentoring. It might mean private tutoring. But we have to get that skill. We have to develop that skill by ourselves. And the reason is simple. We owe our clients clear, concise language that leads them along the same path we followed to a credible value conclusion. After all, if we were the client, is that not what we want? Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. If I can ever be of help to you, please contact me, Tim, at theappraisersadvocate.com. I look forward to meeting you. I look forward to working with you. Please let me extend my best to you and your family. And let me end with one last question. Are your professional fees professional enough? And now we're clear. Thanks.